It's interesting to me that this chapter, chapter 7 of Matthew, begins by saying, don't judge lest you be judged. It, it begins that way, and, and then it comes to this part, which tells us basically, use good judgment, particularly as it pertains to people. So there, there's a balance here. And, and we talked about the not judging two weeks ago. You can get that online if you'd like or back in the back. But so here we come to this part. Um, it, it gives us insight, this, this part of the Bible, gives us insight into something that we may need to hear even though we may already know it. And that is all that glitters is not gold. And all who say they're one thing, have we seen this this week in the news? All who say they're one thing may not be that and may be the exact opposite. We don't need to talk about that, do we? Um, it's real. Um, there are people who say the right things but live not just with some screw-ups, but in a consistent manner opposite to what they proclaim verbally. You don't need me to tell you that. You know that. Jesus is is making this even more clear. There are, and let me just say it very clearly, there are deceitful people out there with an agenda, with themselves at the top of that agenda and whatever they want or think they want. I would also add to that, not a popular thing to say, but it's true, there are evil people out there. And I don't mean just Sodom Hussein, who I guess is dead, or, or bin Laden. There are evil people out there, some that we rub shoulders with every day in one form or another. So we come to this passage, chapter 7 of Matthew, verse 15, where we're going to pick it up, revolutionary righteousness. And that's what we're talking about, righteousness, right living. And it recognizes just, I'm just going to mention two things today, just two things. It recognizes two things, very simple, very straightforward. Not easy, but straightforward. Um, First thing is this, there is a desperate need for for discernment, for right thinking, for good judgment. There's a desperate need for that. Look what Jesus says, chapter 7, verse 15 of the Gospel of Matthew. Beware of false prophets who come disguised as harmless sheep, but are really wolves who will tear you apart. You can detect them by the way they act, just as you can identify a tree by its fruit. You don't pick grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles. A healthy tree produces good fruit, and an unhealthy tree produces bad fruit. A good tree can't produce bad fruit, and a bad tree can't produce good fruit. So every tree that does not produce good fruit is chopped down and thrown into the fire. Yes, the way to identify a tree or a person is by the kind of fruit that is produced, the kind of life they live on a consistent basis, is what Jesus is saying. The kind of lifestyle they have. Keep reading, verse 21. Not all people who sound religious are really godly. Really? Yeah. They may refer to me as Lord. This is Jesus talking. They may refer to me as Lord, but, but they still won't enter the kingdom of heaven. The decisive issue is whether they obey my Father in heaven. On Judgment Day, many will tell me, Lord, Lord, we prophesied in your name, we cast out demons in your name, perform many miracles in your name, but I will reply, I never knew you. Go away. The things you did were unauthorized. Pretty heavy-duty stuff right there. There is a desperate need for discernment, folks. We have to be careful here. There's a, there's a tension 
There's a tension that's going on here because you, eat, you come away from this passage almost a cynic or a skeptic of any pastor or any person of faith, maybe not even a pastor, just any person who proclaims to be a follower of Christ and, and, and you know, maybe they wear it on their sleeve, maybe not. Uh, but you come away where uh, anybody that kind of that, that makes that statement or, 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 or you know, said so that's, that's who I am, there's, there's, the, the friction is one of I don't believe anything anybody says versus I want to give people the benefit of the doubt. And some of us, depending on our personalities, come from different places. Some of us here are cynical to everything, everything and everybody. Some of us here are very naive. Some of the biggest issues, some of the biggest problems I've had in my life, not so much anymore because I'm 50-something and I've learned a few things, but some of the biggest problems in my life have been because I just took people at face value. I believed them. And, and, and I, I, I have been, over the years, I still lean that way, not nearly as much, but I have been a bit naive, which can also get you into trouble, just like being too cynical can get you into trouble. So there's, there's, there's a fine line here, uh, just a, a real tension. Um, that said, hypocrisy really is the issue that Jesus is getting at. Saying one thing, not just doing another, because we all screw up. That's not the point. He's not saying that, that you, you, you can't, make, can't sin. That, we're all dead. He's saying it's, it's a consistent lifestyle. A consi- you know, it's, it's, the, it's the, the bulk, the, the body of a person's work and life, so to speak. Um, so that's what he's talking about here. So let, let's, let's, by the way, how do we know? I mean, that's just one question we have to deal with. How do we know these people? You know, I mean, we, were, you know, we, have, we have shown a few times a, a clip from Leap of Faith, a movie where Steve Martin plays this, this charlatan, you know, snake oil salesman slash evangelist type and tent revival and all this other sort of thing. And, and you know, you kind of laugh about it, and it has some good stuff in the movie anyway. And, and you know, you can usually see that. But, but how do you know that some of the things that have happened over the years in the name of God and the name of Christianity and, and so forth, whether it be a person of clergy or whether it be just a person who's not clergy, you know, just, just really, you know, big on God or big on a particular church or whatever. How do you know whether they're real or not? That's a big question. And I'll, I'll, I'll answer that question twofold. The first part of that is we don't always. We don't always know. Sometimes it's just, the, 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 again, what we see over a consistent pattern of years in a person's life. Now, there are some things we can look for. We can look for some consistency. We can, you know, and Jesus says, you know, he talks about the, uh, you know, examining the fruit. We can, we can look at a person's consistency. We can look at their, sometimes we can look at their family. It doesn't always work that way. Some people have had some different issues they've had to deal with. But sometimes you can look at a person's kids and kind of figure out where he or she may be coming from. That's, that's also something, not always, but some, something to think about. Friends, sometimes you can look at their friends, people they surround themselves with. There are some people who I have thought highly of. And then I got to know some of their friends, and I'm like, I used to have a phrase, I don't use it much anymore because it, it's not necessarily politically correct, but somebody would say, well, what do you think of so-and-so? I'd say, you know, I like them fine, but I'm not nuts about some of the people they cozy up to. And, um, and, and I mean that in a, you know, uh, theology and, and, you know, spirit of, of that and so forth. So you look at that sometimes, and, you, and you know, again, we're not judge, we can't judge motives, we can't judge hearts, but at the same time, we've got to have some good judgment, Tough deal. So we look at some of that. Some, it, but I'll tell you one of the key indicators, and I'm going to say this twice today, all right? One of the key indicators is humility. 
whether it's about me. I know one, one I heard this guy at the prayer breakfast. I've heard him before, um, pastor. And I, 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 I don't know if I told this story or not. You know, at my age, I tell stories over and over again, and you just got to get used to it. But, but um, it was a guy came in, and it was in a small setting, and he, and he started, you know, I don't want to say his name, but he, he, and he not, most of you wouldn't know. And he started, uh, um, you know, gave his little talk um, and so forth. And, and you know, I, I even sent an email. Did I tell the story? I sent an email. To, I sent because Steve knew him, Steve Young knew of him. So I sent an email to Steve and to Clay while I was sitting there listening to this guy because this guy was just, I just was about ready to vomit. And uh, he was telling how great he was. And so I sent them an email that I, that's, and I said, does this, does so-and-so, and, and I called him a name, does so-and-so, the blankety-blank, does he, it wasn't that bad. And uh, does he ever get tired of telling people how great he is? Funny thing, the funny side of that story is when I, I didn't have my glasses on, so when I, when I sent that email, I, sent, I thought Steve, I thought Steve came up, and then, and then Clay, and I, that came up, I saw that, I don't have that many Clays, but it was the wrong Steve. So I ended up sending it to somebody in the church who's named Steve, but not Steve Young. And, um, and so they emailed me back, said, I don't think you meant this for me, did you? And I said, you know, I didn't. And he, and then he, and it wasn't, it wasn't that. He said, "I wish all my misdirected emails were so innocent." Who is this guy? I want to meet him now. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, my point to that story was, there are people who just want to continue to tell us, and they do it in such discreet ways, how great they are. And that's one of the keys: humility, because it's not about you. It's not about rich. It's not about this person. It's about it's about Christ. And that's one of the key issues that has to come out. And that's one of the things that's important, I, I think, at Renaissance that we try to keep pointing to. Um, it, it's, about, it's about Christ. It's, about, it's a message. We have a different method than some, but that's, that's, that's secondary to the message of Christ and, and grace and forgiveness. So, we do the best we can in figuring that out. But there is a desperate need, desperate need, for discernment on the part of the people of God and others as well. So think about that. Just because, just because a guy's got a best-selling book doesn't mean he's great. Okay? Doesn't mean he's bad, but doesn't mean he's great. Second thing I want you to see, there is a desperate need for solid grounding. Okay? You know, we use that term. We talk about a person sometimes. Boy, they're grounded. And we mean that in a, in a very positive way, and it's a great thing. And, and, and here's the thing. This is the difference. Before I read these verses to you, this is the difference between a religion and between, between a relationship with God. Because when, when things hit, and, and, and things really hit hard, the, the religion doesn't, you know, then it's just something you do, you know. Whereas the relationship is you are able, maybe not getting the answers that you need at the time, but you're at least able to go to God and cry out to Him and pray. The desperate need for solid grounding. Let me show you how Jesus uh, refers to this in chapter 7. Again, next verse, verse 24. Anyone who listens to my teaching and obeys me is wise like a person who builds a house on the solid rock. Though the, wind, the rain comes in torrents and the floodwaters rise and the winds beat against that house, it won't collapse because it is built on rock. But anyone who hears my teaching and ignores it is foolish, like a person who builds a house on sand. 
the rains and floods come and the winds beat against that house, it will fall with a mighty crash. Interesting stuff. Jesus says, your house, i.e., your life, needs to be built on the rock. What does that mean? How do I build my, how do I build my life on a rock? I mean, what is Jesus referring to there? And I believe that, that the key indicators are, interpretation, not just me, but, but most believe that he's referring to the principles of the Bible, the principles of Scripture, the rock. The person and the precepts of Jesus. That's what he's referring to. The person and the precepts of God. And, and you know, you can start by saying, okay, what's not the rock? He's not talking about feelings. Build your life on feelings. People say, oh, you know, become a Christian, become a follower of Christ, and you'll feel great. Well, you don't always feel great. I've been a follower of Christ for a lot of years. And there have been some periods of time when I didn't feel so great. Sometimes I felt like Retevia, you know. Oh, Lord, <laughs> you know, I know I'm one of your chosen people, but next time could you choose somebody else, you know? <laughs> Pretty good imitation, isn't it? I, I, I got that down. All I could do is, if I were a rich man. Anyway, um, just saw it last week at Summit High. They did a great job on it. Um, it's not feelings. It's not stuff. Stuff is great. I love stuff. Like stuff. I want to buy some more stuff. Buy some more stuff and put it in my garage. That's what you do with it, right? You buy more stuff, put it in the garage or in the basement. I want to do more. I want to get more. I love, I love stuff. But you know, maybe it's just taken me a while, longer than some of you. I figured out, you know, you go back and you start looking through some of that stuff. And you go, oh, God, I didn't know I had that. Stuff that you thought was really going to just fill a little gap, it doesn't. Not stuff. You know, we get all... We all get all whacked out on that. I, I mean, this is, this, is, this is funny and it's sad at the same time. Um, pretty tough weekend for, for some, not me particularly, but because I care and, and it, it affects me. But I mean, it, not to me personally. But, but we had, you know, first of all, Charlene's mother had, uh, uh, or my wife's mother had emergency surgery last week. And, and a serious, serious procedure took place. Uh, last Saturday night, Charlene flew out as soon as she could get down to Birmingham where she lives and is there with her and just got home from the hospital yesterday. And if you think about it, pray for her, because, I mean, uh, for her, her mother. Uh, just just some, um, some colon stuff and all kinds of stuff. It's just, just not fun stuff at all. So she's dealing with that, and uh, her mother's going to be fine, and, uh, and, and just the whole recovery process is just, you know, you know, you dealt with it, I'm sure, in other places. So you got that going on. And then yesterday, I attended a funeral, and maybe you heard about it here in Summit, a young man, eighth grader, who died on Wednesday morning, and uh, it was just a real tragic, you know, I knew the kid, I knew him well, uh, he was the manager for the baseball team that I kind of helped coach a little bit, and uh, uh, just a fine young man, and, and we had that, they had that funeral yesterday, and I went to that, and... Um, so it's just like, wow, and so I, I think yesterday, then, now, now so just sort of put that over here. And then over here, on my way home, I stop, and I pick up my dry cleaning, and I'm bummed because they told me I had some issues with, with two of my suits, two favorite suits. One of them's, a, one of them's Ralph Lauren, and, 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 you know, it's one of those things. You can mess with my kids and mess with my wife, but don't mess with my clothes, you know what I mean? And, and, uh, um, and, and the lady said, you know, you've got moths. On your, on your coats, in and and both of your suit coats. I'm like, what? And she showed me, and she said, 
I said, dang. I said, you know, I keep this, I keep it in a cedar closet. And I was really bummed because it's, I mean, it's beyond repair. I can, I can wear them, I don't know, somewhere, but not anywhere where I have to look decent. So I was really bummed. So I go home and I'm, I'm working on some stuff and, and Charlene calls me and says, hey, what's going on? And I'm like, man, stinking suits. They got moths in them. I said, I'm bummed. And then I, I caught myself. I just thought, this is pathetic. This is really sad. I mean, really, here we are dealing with real issues of life and death, and Rich is worried about his stupid suits. You know, thank God I was able to, to stop and think through that just for a moment. But it's amazing how we get like that, isn't it? We forget kind of the priority on all that stuff. And I said, you know, and I said to her, I said, this sounds pretty pathetic, doesn't it? And she says, don't worry about it, honey. <laughs> yeah, she loves me, so it's okay. But, but uh, um, it's funny how we get stuff in the way of that. And we, we know that's not going to work. It's not going to that's not going to do that for us. It's not going to keep us warm, a cold, dark, hard night, you know? Sometimes, the, the, sometimes people think the rock, they base their life on a circumstance. Oh, everything's good, everything's good. Everything. Well, that's not going to last long. Circumstances don't last. Good ones, bad ones, they don't last. So Jesus is saying it's the principles, it's the person of Christ. The, pre- the person and the precepts of Jesus. You say, well, what would that be? Okay, let me give you one example. It's, it's, one that, it's the one that Jesus said is the most important. And I've used, you know, I... I I mean, I don't know, I kind of think we ought to probably recite this verse every morning almost, every, every day. Here it is from Matthew chapter 22. Jesus replied, you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind. This is the first. This is, the Jesus. This is Jesus. This is the Lord. This is the first and greatest command. The second is equally important. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the other commandments and all the other demands of the prophets are based on these two commands. Love God, honor people. That's it. There's other stuff that goes along with that. There's more to it, certainly. But that's it. Bottom line, that's what it comes down to. Love God, honor people. That's how you build your life on the rock. And, and you know what? That's gonna, is that going to maintain us when the storms of life come into our life? Yeah. Does that mean we may not waver from time to time doesn't mean that at all because we might but it still comes back to God a a, a love a care an honor for him a desire for him to be part of my life and and, and trust him and 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 to honor people let me do this real we're going to do something different as we close here in a minute but before I do that let me just ask you four or five questions Uh, maybe six questions Um, because here's here's really the question how can I know if I'm, if I'm the wise or the foolish man? And I just want to ask you five or six rhetorical questions because really that's what it comes down to. It's not about somebody else, it's about me. How can I know if I'm a wise or a foolish person as described here by Jesus? Okay, Some questions to think about. First one, is there some level of faith in my life? Were it different places on the path and the road and the journey of faith. We, we're at different places. Some of us have been about this walk of faith for, for a lot of years. And some of us, it's something new. We're still just sort of knocking on the door and trying to figure it out. That's okay. It doesn't matter where you are, just that you're there's somewhere on that path. Maybe you're still just seeking a little bit, just thinking a little bit about it and asking some questions. Great, 
good place to start. This is a good place to do that. Talked about this in the first service, and a lady came up to me after the first service downstairs and said, do you know me? And I said, no, I'm sorry, I should know you. They've been coming for a few, few months, actually. And she said, well, you were talking about me. And I said, uh, nah, I'm sorry. You know, I said, no, 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 it's okay. She said, I'm that person that's just, she says, I'm Jewish. I've been coming here for several months. She said, uh, I'm not there yet, but I'm very interested. I said, God bless you. God bless you. She's not the only Jewish person that we have, so we love that. She said, and she asked me, she says, is that okay? I said, is that okay? Are you kidding me? That's what gets me up in the morning. That's why I'm here. This is great. Um, is there some, some level of faith? Is there, is, there, is there, second thing, is there just, just some spiritual desire? By that I mean is a desire to, to, really, to really be what, what God wants you to be. Maybe a little bit, maybe a lot. Like the guy that I talked to years ago and he was just all hung up and bummed out because he had, he had just done some things that were, that were very, you know, that were wrong, clearly wrong in the Bible. And he came to me and he saw, just, he just was like in tears. And he said, oh man, I did this. I, I'm so sorry. I'm so, I can't believe I did this. I, know, I, 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 I said, hey, this is great news. He said, why? I said, because... Two years ago, you wouldn't have even cared. You wouldn't even thought about it. You'd have done all that and more and just said, Bleh, who cares? This is great news because something was going on inside. Now, we, we, need to, we need to address the issue and see where we can go from here, but I mean, let's, let's see what's important here. Another question, is there honesty? This is going to be in the blog, by the way, tomorrow. Um, is there honesty? You've got to be honest about this. I've got some strengths and I've got some weaknesses. I need to be honest about those, especially those weaknesses. Is there growth? Maybe just a little bit. It may be the difference between, you know, a grapefruit or a grape or a pea, you know. But is there some growth that's taking place in your life? Maybe some of the things that, that maybe you're not quite as quick to react as you were before. Maybe sometimes you do, but maybe not quite as often as you used to. Just some growth, a little bit. Sometimes you might take two steps forward and one step backwards, but there's some, there's some growth there. Is there some deepening? It's kind of the same thing, but some deepening where, where certain things don't shake you as much as they used to. Some deepening, some maturing of your faith and wherever you are in that process. And, 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 and lastly and most importantly, is there humility? Let me say this again. It's not all about you and your stuff. And your life, and your dealings, it's, 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 first of all, it's about God. Jesus makes this clear for us right here. First of all, it's about God. And then it's about others. It's a humility. When I know, you know, when someone keeps coming back to me, 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 you got a problem. There is a desperate need for discernment. There is a desperate need for solid grounding. And I pray that our Lord will give you what you need to do both, to have more discernment and to have better grounding. I'm going to ask the band to come up, and I'm going to pray, and then we're going to close in a different kind of way. Lord God, we are very humbled by your love for us, the grace that you give us, and the forgiveness that you provide.
I thank you for what you have done in all of our lives. Lord, we're here on Palm Sunday. We're entering this week that we, we celebrate. We don't know if it was the week or not, but we celebrate what you did for us. Help us not to forget that. Help us to be ever aware of what you did for us on the cross. The life and the forgiveness that you have provided for us. We pray those things in Jesus' name. Amen.